I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm amazing. Yeah, I'm all that. And if I ain't on my grind, what you call that? Victorious. Yeah, we warriors. We make history. Strive for victory. Standing on my podium. I'm trying to watch my sodium. Die high blood pressure. Either let the feds catch you. I'm amazing. Born on the full moon. I was bred to get it in. No spoon. That's why I'm so goon. Summertime, no joke. Big family, small house. No room. They like, oh, God, why he goes so hard? Look what he's been through. He deserve an applause. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, and... Karen. We got Karen in the house, too, guys. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not just me. Uh-uh. Um, And uh, it's a Saturday morning, so it's feedback time, so you guys should already know all the contact info. I mean, uh, my God, you know, why would you be listening to this and not know all that shit? But I'll tell you anyway. All right, we'll give you the... Give you the quick run through. The blackouttips.com is where you can find everything about the podcast, including uh-huh. become a premium member, including become a recurring donator, including leave comments, including voting in the polls, all that shit in one place. You can also listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Uh, go ahead and give us a listen. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show regardless of content. Just let us know that you left a review if you're not in the U.S. If you're not mm-hmm. in the United States of America, we need to know what country, and we will find that review. We'll read that as well. But make sure that it's five stars, guys. Okay? We only review. We only read five-star reviews. Uh, the voicemail line is 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Make sure it's less than three minutes. Try not to be crazy. I didn't have time to screen the voicemails today, so they're going to be a surprise to all of us at Uh-oh. the same time. Yeah, yep. if they're crazy, we will stop it. This is normally when a crazy person comes in. Right. So. Yes, the week you decide you don't, you don't yeah. want to listen first. The time where I don't have the time is uh, normally when it gets crazy. Uh, hopefully you guys are all ready for some fun rides. Um... Let's start off first, though, by giving uh, props to all the people that took the time out to donate to the show. Uh, let me find their music. Um, here we go. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. That's right, guys. We got to give some props out. To the people that donated to the show. Recurrent donator, Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Thank you so much for your recurrent donation, brother. Thank you, sweetie. Marlena A. We appreciate your recurrent donation, Marlena. We do, Marlena. Thank you so much, Shirley Huang Esquire. Please say the Esquire. If you uh, have any slips and falls in the local Walmart, that's right. who you need to contact. Correct. She'll take good care of you. Official lawyer of the church. Mm-hmm. We got a one-time donation from Nadine J. All the way from New York. Thank you for visiting. Thank you, sweetie. Out of town. Mm-hmm. Coming from the out-of-town congregation. Uh, Edwin C. gave us a one-time donation. Thank you very much. We appreciate you, Edwin. Yes, we appreciate you. Hope you come back and visit us again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorian D., recurring donator. Thank you so much, Dorian. Yes, Dorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel R. Wait, this is just a premium membership. My bad. But you know what's up, Rachel. Uh, oh, man, I hope I don't pronounce this wrong. Cesaria? Cesaria S., 
Thank you for your recurring donation. You closer we appreciate you, Caesar Real. Well, you know, her daddy owned a chain of Little Caesars. That's how she got all that money. <laughs> right. That's how she got enough to give away. Uh, Micah T. Thank you very much, Micah, and your recurring donation. We appreciate you. Uh, Willie G. Oh, yes. Willie G. Yes, sir. We thank you for coming in here. We uh, thank you for bringing all your hoes up in here. We mm-hmm. do not turn down any money, sir. Exactly. We'll take money from the prostitutes in the community. We sure will. Better us than you. All right. Michael F. Thank you very much for your recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. That's everybody. That was a lot of people, though. But thank you very much. Appreciate y'all helping us start our holiday off right. Yes. Let me play y'all out. Let me get a little louder. We had a lot of iTunes reviews. A lot. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for leaving an iTunes reviews. It means a, a lot to us. And we know it's a whole lot of you out there. It's the Christmas time. And everybody, as you know, giving and stuff like that. Give us iTunes reviews for free. We ain't like your family. We will appreciate the gift that you give us in iTunes reviews and Stitcher reviews. Different is better than better. Five stars by Top Cat 068201. I listen every day, sometimes twice a day. It's better to be different than better. Y'all are different, and that's what makes you better. Top Cat. Thank you, sweet. Thank you, Top Cat. I enjoyed your cartoon back in the day. Me too. Chops Doug says, pure awesomeness, five stars. Four exclamation points, too. I started listening to this show t- sometime in October because I heard about it through the Haterazzi podcast. Man, I never tried crack, but this show has got to be the closest thing to it. Rod and Karen are hilarious, caring, informative, and have the same cruel sense of humor like me. I've been recommending this podcast to all my friends and family who's willing to listen. Keep up the great work. Much love, Dory. Thanks, Dory. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate it. Yeah, we try to be caring, but we do still have that asshole sense of humor. Mm -hmm. It's a fine line. It is. I understand. The people that say they can't listen, I'm like, I get it. Right. We ain't for everybody. Love the show, My Hometown Heroes. Miss McKnight reads this one. Miss underscore McKnight. I'm usually a Stitcher listener, but their reviews feature is weird, so I brought my talents to iTunes. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Miss Karen and Mr. Rod, I want to thank y'all so much for your wonderful podcast. Now that I'm a grad in grad school, I use your show as a reward during study breaks. It's that good. If anyone needs a laugh, a hug, and a reality check all in one, this is the podcast for you. Thank you so much, Miss McKnight. Thank you, sweetie. Great show, five stars by Miss Lady 06. I started listening to this podcast this summer, and I've left a review on Stitcher, but I somehow forgot to leave an iTunes review. Anyway, Rod with a D, not a B. Mm, thank you, Miss Lady 06. 
and karen hey sweetie hey sweetie our great co-host their commentary is both funny and insightful take a listen and get hooked to the host who would make the best play cousins these guys are awesome p.s the games on the show are so amazing even the universe decided to jump in for a round of effing with black people this year (laughs) it really does feel like the universe is fucking with us it really does um uh keep it going five stars by nd1920 hey guys whoop whoop i think that's how you say that whoop whoop uh found a podcast repping nc i live in greensboro which isn't far i'm a new listener so i'm bringing it on pa- i'm b- binging on past episodes just wanted to say you are awesome it's even better that we get to hear you almost every day which is something that sets you apart from the other podcasts i listen to i love the guest the race segment it cracks me up i definitely want to be in the loop with the chat so i'll figure that out i appreciate how i can relate to you so much keep up the awesome work and i wish you many blessings thank you sweetie at nd1920 the best way to get in the loop with the chat room go to spreecast.com mm-hmm. um look up the blackout tells we do shows there for like five times a week actually sometimes more because we have premium shows too but mm-hmm. you uh if you go there it'll let you follow or subscribe to us mm-hmm. and then just make sure in your email settings that you set it so that it can email you, you have to allow it to email, email you, you. And it'll email you whenever we schedule a show. Yes. Everybody should be doing this. Um, not only that, if you're a premium listener, you definitely need to check your settings on Spreecast and make sure that it's allowing that email to go to you because the premium shows only go out via email. Yeah, and if you don't have it set right, we have people saying, well, I can't get it and things like that has to do with your setting. Also, uh, whenever you do that, uh, after we, let's say you come in and you say, well, dog, I missed the live show. You can go back, actually replay the live show through your um, telephone. Exactly. And we do put out premium shows all the time. We put a Balls Deep mm-hmm. Sports out this week uh, at number 81, Give the Ring Back with Karen and Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, te- some sport movie reviews, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We mm-hmm. did that with uh, Sterling from Gaming and Then Some. Karen put out a new lip smacking good with June in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we're constantly, uh, putting out stuff for you guys to, uh, go check out. So, you know, go, go check it out, man. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. We'll be over here grinding hard and still constantly thinking of ways to expand getting things to you guys. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all do that stuff. Uh, but now back to this, uh, five star review that I was reading. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt. Uh, just wanted to say you guys are awesome. It's even better when you get to hear almost everything. Oh, wait. Did I already say that? Keep mm-hmm. it awesome work. All right. So uh, Avid Listener says, uh, Avid Listener 5 Stars by Jock of All Trades 1. Hashtag TBGWT is one of the few podcasts I listen to on a regular basis. I found them through Twib. That was over two years ago. And you just now giving us a review. You know what? It's right on time. That's what I say. For mm. real. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care when, I don't care if you've been listening since show number one and you've been like lazy and just hadn't got around to it. You've been busy working hard, working out overtime, taking care of your kids. And you finally say today is the day where baby is on time. It's like I tell my podcast, other podcast, uh, colleagues in the game, you know, I say, Hey, the five, five star review might not come when you want it, but it's always on time. Wow. Don't tell me. What my listeners can't do for me. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Won't he do it? Won't iTunes do it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I found them through Twitter. That was over two years ago. Karen and Rob provide the perfect blend of intellectual thoughtfulness, comic relief, and ratchetness that gets me through my two-plus-hour daily commute. 
speaking from a point of a premium listener privilege i find myself smiling each time my itunes apps uh, app alerts me that i have new content available for the premium shows thanks hashtag tbgwt keep up the great work hey no problem jock and we try to continue to uh put you know a bunch of good you know a bunch of good stuff out there for the premium people mm-hmm. i mean that's the thing man uh just looking at how many episodes we've had in the year and uh look maybe a year and a half maybe that we've been doing premium i mean it's almost almost as much as we do shows like right close with 300 or something yeah, like nobody yeah. will ever fucking accuse me and and have me feeling like it's valid of not putting their work on those premium shows ain't that the truth like, we put that shit out all the time right even the archive shows on the site you know which i have to put up manually go back and add them to each episode mm-hmm. I'm down to like 2:30, so like almost every single episode is available on the website, in a di- for premium people, of course. In addition, addition to you know the stuff that we do, yeah, so, so we've been constantly working. Yep, we working, and pretty soon, like I said, we'll be able to have them all up for you guys. And so that's but over thousand something shows. Yeah, it's definitely over a thousand. Yep, definitely. Uh, oh my, uh, dot dot dot. Karen, five stars by King Joe. Oh. I love your show, and Karen got me to say, got me saying, "Oh my, <laughs> y'all keep doing what y'all are doing." We will. I love this podcast by Skeeter Forty. This is my second five star review I wrote for TBGWT. The first was September two thousand twelve. I'm addicted to your podcast. Earlier this year, I became a recurring monthly subscriber. The other content on the website is great. I'm constantly laughing. Listening to your podcast is a must during my morning commute, work day, and even commute, uh, even a commute. Earlier this year, I lost three family members in the span of five months. Wow. Oh. Sorry to hear that. Me too, sweetie. My family had to fly out of the country on very short notice. Dealing with the death, supporting my grieving family, and tolerating different personalities within a very large family. Listening to your podcast got me through some tough times with some much-needed laughter and thought-provoking subjects. Rod, your comedic timing is on point. While your insight in, on serious topics makes me think about issues in the gray as opposed to black and white. Thank you very much, man. Mm-hmm. Karen, first of all, your laugh is infectious. Thank you. When you laugh, I laugh. And the fierceness and sensitivity you bring to certain topics is remarkable. I've created a Best of TBGWT playlist on my iPod that I listen to while I wait on the newest podcast to air. My favorite podcasts are 682 Reading Madonna. 733, Other People's Plate. <laughs> I remember that. Um, 737, Praise the Lord Bakery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on. Keep up the amazing work. P.S. And thank you for helping me earlier this week through Facebook with my username and password so I can listen to the premium content. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Look, I did some customer service this week. All right, guys. If you are having a problem with anything with premium, Please. if you're having a problem even signing up, right. if you're just not sure, sure, hit me up, man. I don't mind helping you through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've helped uh, like two or three people this week. Um, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would much rather, you know, people are always like, oh, I don't mean to bother you. And I, I have the same thing. I don't like bothering people as well. Right. But, you know, it is our business. Right. This is what I do. And you're paying for a product. You don't have to worry about me catching an attitude. Nope. I'm not going to call you stupid. I don't give a fuck how basic, you know, your, your, you know, um, your, your stuff is. I'm going to still try to help you because right. we want to get, I want you. you to hear this as much right. as you want to. And you're paying me. So don't feel like, you know, don't feel like I'm, we're putting you out, you mm-hmm. know, like I had a listener this week who, um, 
she i think her something happened with her paypal account like mm-hmm. her car changed so it canceled or something right and paypal is supposed to send you like email but who knows you might not check that email so her premium got cut off because it's all automated through the site right right so um she it was so cute we were talking on the message and she was like she sent me a message like monday morning like oh my god i know i sent you guys that article to talk about and um you guys didn't want to talk about it and if i offended you i'm so sorry could you please just turn my donation back on? Oh, I'm sorry. No. I was like, what? what? I was like, we what? would never do that. There's, no. For the record, there are people that listen at a premium that I don't really know or get along with or we've had dealings in the past. I'm not going to be like, fuck you. Like AT&T don't get to be like, you know what, man? You cut me off on the way to work today. I'm turning your service off. No, we would never do that. Like that sweetie. is so petty. I would yes. never be that petty, man. Nope. Honestly, man, if Don Lemon was a premium listener, he would just be a premium listener. He it's, sure would. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to fuck you up, nigga. What? Mm-hmm. What? I disagree. I disagree. You can't listen to my show no more. Like, that, that's a terrible way to do business, and I would never do that. So. Right. That's counterproductive. But it was just so, it was so cute. We would know? never do that, sweetie. Uh, She was so nice, you know. It yeah, was, it people was just send so, us articles all the time. It was just such a funny misunderstanding. But, yeah, if you're having issues, let me know, because sometimes you just don't know correct you know, yeah, we know. don't know unless you tell us it's a problem because some- well my thing is i know on my side some of the stuff but i'm not going to like you know it's your money i'm not gonna and maybe you just decided not to listen anymore maybe you right you know i don't know that your bank account got changed or yeah, your credit card we don't know you got a new card or your paypal's yeah and i'm not gonna hit you up like no, we don't hey, harass people. Yeah, hey, why'd you stop paying for the? That's that's mm-hmm. so tacky right. and so fucked up. Because we understand how the economy is. But if you come to me and you really do need help with something, let me know. Email right. us the blackouttips at gmail dot com. Uh, you know, whatever. I'll try to help you out. We will. Hardest working team in the podcast business. Five stars by C Ray. Um, I found out about this show from listening to Bomani Jones when he was on the Combat Jack show. Speaking highly of you guys, after two episodes, I was hooked. I like TBGWT because Ryan and Karen keep it 100 while giving me comedic genius that puts me in the mind state of the great such as Dave Chappelle. Oh. Oh, Lord. Well, thank you. That is great company. Ain't that the truth? A lot of pressure. Uh, Yeah, I don't want that type of pressure. I'm good. I'm like Dave Chappelle. I don't want to be rich and famous. (laughs) I'm a graphic designer by day and a starving visual artist by night. But but whichever one I'm doing best, believe you guys uh, are included. Uh, Keep doing what 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 you do, Rod and Karen, and you two make my time at work go so much faster. Well, I'm glad, man. I remember, hey. When when I was at my nine to five, so many podcasts helped me out. Right, getting through the day. Um, right, like, it was funny when people <laughs> like uh, there's been people over the years that have been like, oh y'all put out a podcast that often and it's this long and why would people listen to it? It's like because I've been the person that's like just like Keith and the girl was two and a half hours a day. Yes, yes. thank God. Oh, oh my God. Yes, I can listen to this shit all day. Fuck my job. Like that like I've right. been that person. Me so. too. I have really been that person and uh with me changing my job and stuff like that, I don't actually get to like post on public media, you know, as frequently as I used to about all the podcasts mm-hmm. I listen to, but I i I'm still listening when um you know, where's my forty eight cause it's an hour and a half and three hours. I know Brandon be like, God 
damn, I wish these niggas would be quiet. I'm like, no, keep going, keep going. Cause I was like, I gotta be here for goddamn eight hours. So like I said, I've been that person uh, that's be, that, like you said, it's like, oh yes, I got four hours today. Yeah, man. So I, I know I look forward to that stuff and I hope people, so, you know, some people, and I also for people that don't really have the time, they're like, I only got 20 minutes. I get it. Go listen right. to cereal. Have yeah. yourself a good time. Ain't nobody making you pick. Mm-mm. And I won't feel bad and you don't have to feel bad. Nope, you sure don't. Um I love this podcast by Starbucks five one twelve, uh five one two. Uh keep up the great work, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for the five stars. Short and sweet. Best podcast out by Dash Meech. I love TBGWT. This podcast gets me through work daily, ride, and Karen do a great job on being of being thoughtful, progressive, and hilarious. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the original Jenny 2013. Love this podcast. Ryder Karen helped my work day fly by. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, sweetie. Look at all these reviews. Oh, so. It's raining iTunes reviews. God, I thank you y'all guys. The best. Y'all the best, man. This right. the best. I'm telling y'all, this shit is the best. These are the best bosses you can have. Right. Cause your boss ain't never gonna come out of your desk and say 17 great things about you. He like, <laughs> One thing, then they tell you one negative thing that fucks that up, you know? Right. They they neutral each other out. Yeah. Oh, I love what you, the work you did on that report. By the way, you've been getting here three minutes late. Uh, I've been noticing. Uh, 842 Mary J. Blige by Hot underscore Coffee. Let me start by saying your podcast is impeccable and I can literally write an essay about an essay about all the great things therein. I did want to share my thoughts on the discussion you had with Karen about the black sororities decision to not allow members to wear their colors. This policy has recently been changed in large part due to criticism from the general president of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Inc., who also expressed support for alpha men choosing to wear their letters during protests. My point here is that I also didn't pledge in undergrad due to the superficiality of the chapter. Same reason as you stated for not pledging. However, I have since learned that many frat men and sorority women still uphold the true mission and values of their organization. Again, great podcast. Uh, I hear you, you. high coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I can only speak to my experience for when I was in school and mm-hmm. them niggas wasn't shit at the time. Um, but that could just, but I've never thought this, I mean, you guys listen to the show. I've never just been like all sororities, all fraternities. No. Y'all ain't shit. Like no. I, you know, I think that, um, I'm just not naturally a joiner for anything. I'm just not that kind of person, which isn't really on a frat or a sorority. I wouldn't join. Most things, you know, I'm just not a joiner person. Um, but, uh, and I mean, I'm not above making jokes about that shit. I will mm-hmm. joke about your fraternity or sorority, but, uh, you know, for that, for that, uh, topic, you know, it just felt kind of like the memo that, that was released. I mean, they didn't mean for it to be released, but it was released. Okay. It was, was kind of self-serving. It felt yeah. very self-serving and it didn't feel like, I don't know. It just felt weird, you know? So I'm not saying that that makes them bad people and shit, but to me, I just viewed it like I don't see it as a bad thing. If mm-hmm. if an AKA is getting arrested mm-hmm. for protesting uh, in solidarity with the people who are um, against police violence, to me personally, as a third party observer, I don't give a fuck if it was on the front page of the New York Post. I would be like, that's a hero. Correct. As, a, as opposed to, you know, I'm sure some people just go, well, this is just a picture of a woman being arrested and that's bad. And I, 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 you know, I'm a little more thoughtful than that. I wouldn't just go, what is, she must be a criminal. Like I'd be like, nah, that, that person got, you know, to me, that's like, if you got arrested 
at a sit-in during the civil rights era and you just happen to have an alpha shirt on or some shit i wouldn't be like isn't it a damn shame that the alphas yeah i did yeah. that you know what I, I, mean? don't, I, I don't look at it like that and i but i also look at uh sororities and fraternities especially um uh historically black ones i look at them as a part of the community and as a part of the community this also affects the community also and it's one of those things where uh come out and represent no matter what you are who you are and i like i said i don't look at it as divisions and colors and things like that i look at it as a group of people who are tired of things happening in their community yeah so i don't know man i you know like i said i'm not really i'm not that passionate one way or another about that topic but it just felt so like it felt like it was just a shame. Like, I wish they didn't feel that way. Correct. I put it that way. I discovered, uh, oh wait, excellent TV reviews and current events, five stars by Duncan Powers. I discovered TBGWTP for podcasts through Nina at Podcast Fandom and started listening to their Walking Dead and True Blood podcast. Uh, then gradually more and more, I love Rod and Karen and Justin's opinions and humor about the show. Well, listen. I don't know about Justin. I'll vouch Me for either. I will vouch for Karen. Thank you. But Justin's on his own. Yeah, right? he is. I don't agree with his opinions. Also, because I work at home and don't have coworkers, it's great to hear their thoughts on current news stories, both serious and gossip. Not just the black perspective, but a human. I mean, but a reasonable, thought out, and balanced perspective. That's something you can't count on from coworkers. I know. I had them, and let me tell you, they're crazy. Yes, they are. The role, the role play Rod and Justin fall into without even announcing it really kills me. I really appreciated Rod and Karen's discussion of the street harassment issue. It was so great to hear a man acknowledge that it's a real problem and to have a woman voice how it really feels for every woman every day. Thank you for keeping me, thanks for keeping me laughing and informed. Love you guys. We love you too, Duncan Powers. Thank you so much. Yes, we do. And I know we got a review supposedly from Australia. Yeah, and I think we so, got a current one from um, England, London, somewhere around in there All right, too. so let me play some music while I, because iTunes like, got to go look it up. Mm-hmm. So I play a little music. found the united kingdom okay one um and i think we might actually have two since the last time we checked out right here. yes it's been a, i know it's been a, a while so we've had you know several of them that uh, posted that we hadn't covered yet 
yeah um i know there's one from september did we read this one learn traveler i don't remember because i know it's been a while since we've been out here let's read them all cool they say what you're thinking five stars been listening to ride Karen for a few years they are hilarious crazy and down to earth at least once an episode you'll find yourself laughing and wiping away tears and on top of that they are charming and professional one minute and trill is all get out the next i'll get out that's awesome thank you some of the best parts of the show are when rod and karen laugh at each other's jokes the equally hilarious guest visits and those wonderful games if you listen live joining the chat room is a must hashtag tbgwt is where it's at thank you sweetie thank you learn traveler juna zell says highly recommended five stars tbgwt popped up randomly on my stitcher feed and i was instantly hooked the hosts are unflinchingly honest insightful and frequently hilarious i'm a white guy from england and this show has made me think about a lot of issues that have never troubled me in my bubble it's been truly eye-opening and this is what the this is wakanda segment is the funniest thing i've heard this year <laughs> we had a good time we yeah. serious about that still hype about that shit yes I'm, mm. I'm ready for that movie sweetie we thank you no matter what race creed color religion we just thank you we glad that uh it was eye-opening to you because this is shit we got to deal with all the time i'm not gonna lie to you man i don't even think about white people when we do this show me so either is you know <laughs> and it's not i mean and not in a way like oh i don't want white people to listen but no. like i don't even think to myself like this should educate some white people no we just talk. i think it's just a byproduct period of listening to anyone with a different perspective when i listen right. to people with a different perspective than mine i typically will be like huh i didn't even think about this shit yeah, before right but, never uh, considered that perspective correct yeah i feel like some shows do kind of do like the white people please you gotta cut this shit out I and mean, we normally don't Mm-mm. Uh so it is kind of interesting to be like oh yeah i guess i i guess you could learn a lot from our ratchet ass shit <laughs> right i guess you could um so good five stars by that guy fez an amazing podcast oh is this my man um pfc underscore fez i think on Twitter? I, that must be my think, homie i think so an amazing podcast i've been listening to for a good few years now I was put on the tbgwt after rod made an appearance on the evening jones oh yeah the evening jones um i'll tell you guys a little behind the scenes with the evening jones and bomati jones whenever i listen to the podcast because you know it's got that guitar lick mm-hmm. at the beginning i always sing along with the guitar lick <laughs> let, me, let me see if i can find the guitar lick so y'all so y'all can see this shit hear this shit but um i always play along with it um let's see stitcher has it let me put it under sports talk okay um like I, i'll show you how i do it guys um and then y'all can play the game too and y'all can do it because a lot of times i get to listen by myself so you know nobody can tell me what to do oh wait why to stop Steven. oh wait hold on I gotta go back come back you gotta get this right all right Evening Jones It's the Evening Jones Evening Jones With Bomani Jones Ladies and Every time Every fucking time <laughs> I'll be in the car jamming out to that guitar That guitar lick is it's everything. It really is. I don't is even serious. know what song that's to. 
uh no no it's for the show i think uh oh. bo has a homie i think it's might be premium uh don't give me a line um but no, i actually do know who it is and i can't remember his name oh so somebody specifically made that for him yeah okay. man yeah is it it's, i want to say it's something pete pete i don't want to blow it though so ask but ask bo man that guitar lick is the shit um anyway <clears throat> every time though seriously <laughs> <laughs> evening jones um Roddy can't do an excellent job seamlessly transitioning from talk about bodily body fluid cookies to <laughs> semen cookies to discussing current social political issues they also have introduced me to a plethora of other great podca- podcasts such as insanity report and where's my 40 acres keep up the good work Roddy karen and once i get my money right i'm going premium for sure Thank you, sweetie. Nah, nah, nah. Wait till he gets his, his money, money right. right. Oh, it's we got Australia. Mm-hmm. So let me get another, another, song. another musical break. Let me find another musical song. So. I'm Selfies. I'm so selfish, it's maxing, leave you wet up, it's like a selfie, hold up, say you got work for what you're selling, niggas say they out here, but really they can tell them, violent, violent, I'ma start to violent, 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 all my niggas violent, 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 don't make me start a rally, violent, violent, all my niggas violent, violent, Violence, my money keep on piling. These bitches be so childish. These niggas be some acting. Blessing to you bitches, I'm the motherfucking pastor. Dirty on my waist, don't make me turn your ass to cast blood. Make me do a drill, do a hit after my last blood. Bitches ain't shit, that's why I fuck and I pass on. Nigga, you don't know me. Acting like my homie. Cooling in a trap somewhere. Smoking OG. Watching out for eyes. All right. I uh, didn't find the one in Australia. There was nothing there. Okay. But there was a five-star review from Canada from October. I don't know if we read this or not. I don't think we did. Funniest podcast out there, five stars by JSJ51. But listening to your podcast from Toronto daily, even though you crack on Drake, no problem. I do too. I'm a monthly donator and will become premium just as soon as money gets flowing. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Much love for Justin. So they got much love for Justin across the border. Like, yes. You know, he probably races against Canadians and shit. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> y'all keep supporting that man if y'all want. Yes, I think uh, somebody in the chat room put up the dude who did the uh, beats for uh, Bo. Is it Petey Green? That's what, Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But I think Bo called him something else like Stinky Pete or some shit like that. It's something funny. Um, but yeah, Pete, man, he put he puts it down, man. Um, I think that's I think that's who does it. Don't give me... Don't quote me on that, cause you know if I'm wrong, I take it back. But uh, that's my dog. Um, but uh, yeah, man, um, let's go ahead and read some of the comments on theblackouttips.com. Yes. Uh, yes, Karen, go ahead. Before you uh, move on. Oh wait, I got Stitcher. Right, five Stitcher. But while you're looking up Stitcher, for those of you that want to leave us a five star review. For this Christmas, you know, you got the first of the year, the Christmas, you know, folks getting ready to be off work, kids getting ready to be home. We're going to be your entertainment while you're traveling up and down the road with your friends and family that you really don't want to be bothered with. From any Apple device, 
go to iTunes, type in the Black Eye Who Tips. Up in the left-hand corner, it says leave five-star review. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it on the show no matter what you have to say as long as it's five stars. We thank you in advance for every five-star review y'all going to shower us with for Christmas. We thank you in advance. And also, if you are outside of the continental United States, please let us know because uh, iTunes only shows us the ones that are inside of the United States. So if you left one in another country and you'd be like, well, I've been listening. Y'all haven't read it. Odds are we don't know. Or if you did tell us and you haven't read it, odds are we forgot. So forgive us. Re-remind us again and we will read it. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Here's one on uh, Stitcher. Uh, I listen all the time. Five stars by say Tasha. I listen all the time. This show makes my day go by so smoothly. I almost can't function without it. Karen is my cousin in my head, LOL. Now let me get back to not working while Ben's listening to the past few episodes and harassing y'all on Twitter. Well, thank you, say Tasha. Thank you, sweetie. You don't harass us. Anonymous said, five stars, great show. I have seen the show listed on iTunes for years, but never clicked on it until recently. I regret not being there from the beginning of what is now one of my favorite shows. Well, you know what? That's fine. Detroit Terrence. We just glad you hopped on. Mm-hmm. Detroit parent Terrence says five stars, five star review for my new best show. I'm an avid podcast listener. However, I'm fairly new to your show. Truth be told, I listened for a month and could not stand it. Now I love this show. Specifically, the commentary is well reasoned. The topics and news are presented from an African American viewpoint, but the show is never angry, mean, ghetto, or ratchet. The comedy is hilarious. For example, the news story about the cops shooting the elk and the guest the race quiz. The long form format is great for listening while I work on my computer. A great way to help the time go by. You have officially replaced KTG as my go-to podcast for daily listening. Wow. Nah, that's something else. That is high praise. Not clear. It was keeping him to, you know, I listen to him daily. Uh, I will be sure to send some money soon. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Detroit Terrence. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. We do. And, um, yeah, I, that is interesting that because um, we had a few people that have said like, "Hey, I tried to listen, and I didn't like this shit," and then I tried again, and I love it. Yeah, it's it's always interesting, man. Uh, but I'm glad that it grew on you. And I'm, you know, sometimes people don't like it because it does sound different than most people do podcasts. Right, right, and 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 what I've realized too is that for a lot of people. Um, they're used to quote unquote radio voices. Honestly, I think that's what a lot of time is boiled down to because radio specifically looks for radio voices. And when you go to podcasting, you're going to find voices that aren't from up north, that aren't, that don't always speak, uh, proper English, that, you know, a lot of times country voices aren't mainstream when it comes to radio. So for a lot of people, it's like, hey, this is not what I'm used to listening to. And, and this is one of those things where I don't, I guess I don't care as long as you're speaking English and I like what you do, yeah. And then I've I've had shows too where at first I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. Then I listen later, but you know what? I like this shit, so I can I can truly understand that perspective. Hmm. Um. Well, I think uh, also we just sound different. Like we don't mm-hmm. really have a necessarily a quote unquote format. We don't really have uh, specific topics that we have to cover or don't cover. Correct. Like, it's kind of just talking, but it's organized talking, and you know we move around a lot. I can get, I get why people think it's different because I think our show is very different. Correct. Five stars from David in Brooklyn, a source of sanity. I've been listening to this podcast for almost a year. The show's motto is "Nothing's wrong if it's funny," and the couple who host it are faithful servants on that of that principle. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we finish the show, and I'm like, I can't believe we made that joke. 
Uh, <laughs> their humor is fearless and unpredictable yeah, while good, being. Good thing we not mind about the FCC. Yeah, y'all should see some of the premium show jokes. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat it because I'm kind of ashamed. But oh lord, I made a joke about that dude. Uh, the, the college kids who had their program taken away at UAV. It was so good. Justin couldn't keep his shit together. <laughs> and, then, and he number the one saying uh, outlandish shit. Oh man. <laughs> uh, their humor is fearless and unpredictable while being full of true wisdom and good sense. The love, trust, and gentle heart, good heartedness that Rod and Karen constantly show for one another and their warm hospitality towards their guests and listeners make listening to this podcast a spiritually pos- positive experience right along with all their rat- the ratchetness. I'd like to thank the host for their help in holding on to sanity in difficult times. And I imagine that many of their other listeners feel the same way. Hey man, gotta laugh at some of this shit. You better. Uh, the world does feel like it's trying to drive us crazy. Correct. You know, so I, I definitely, um, you know, there, there's been a few times where like, honestly, before we got on the mic, I was just like, I don't know how to do show today. Like, Cause, cause like what I'm feeling and just how, like the things that are going on, I'll be so upset or so angry. You know, there's times like, and I'm collecting these stories and of course everybody's sending me the same stories. Like mm-hmm. y'all going to talk about this. And it's like, yeah. Oh, you mean the <laughs> central park KKK baby rapist? Sure. <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about it. It's the number one news. All right. You know, but, uh, you know, we found a way to like kind of get a place of solace with, with, you know, on the microphone and with our listeners and shit. So that, you know, cause at the end of the day, life's going to go on and we're going to be angry and you're going to be sad sometimes mm-hmm. and all this shit. But if you can kind of find the humor in certain things and, uh, we have a really good audience that trust uh us to make certain jokes like you know we don't do a lot of quote-unquote joke checking on here anyway Mm -mm. but you know they trust that oh these are good people that make these fucked up jokes sometimes you know and you know and i I feel like we're not that fucked up like we could be worse and i've seen ain't that the truth i've listened to shows where the comedy is we're gonna try to say something so edgy every fucking day and right. i and i and i don't want to do a show like that mm-hmm. i would like for the joke to be based in some sort of truth right or you know at least irony or something like correct you know i just don't want it to be straight up like let's see who we can offend today like All that's right. not what we do and the, and that's not the the purpose of the show and that's not why we uh did the show yeah. or why we do the show mm-hmm. all right man we had some uh comments on the website let's get into that the blackout tips.com oh. Yes, before you move on uh for those of you that want to leave a review on stitcher uh if you have and normally it's uh, ios or apple devices you can normally go into the stitcher and leave a review straight through the device if you're having problems doing that actually go to the stitcher.com and type in the blackout who tips and leave us a review straight through the page that's probably the best way to do the review for most people uh because for some reason whenever you do leave them straight through your phone they actually just post on the app so when people are looking through they'll see it but but we don't always get those and so i'm not sure if all those come straight to us so uh to be sure that your five-star review from stitcher is actually read on the show go to uh stitcher.com type in a black eye tip and leave us a five-star review and we'll read anything as long as it's five stars thank you everybody um on the show we got uh, a couple more comments in the tippy nomination thread Woo-hoo! nail uh nail 210s says funniest moment 
uh a light uh another light skin moment number seven starting at the six minute mark ending in the nine minute mark i laughed the entire episode um another light skin moment the justin show guys okay right, that's all justin justin comes up with the topics karen and i are just guest on his show and we let him talk and i play light skin music underneath what he's saying <laughs> it's the best that's the show okay um and uh the the episode seven uh uh was, was pretty good so uh it was called can't wait to cheat on her man uh and uh it has an explosive ending that's all, <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that's, all, that's all you're gonna say the almost wasn't an eight i don't know if there'll be an eight okay guys? I, right i wouldn't shoot either so <laughs> dr underscore dose stack says i nominate 843 unsolicited baby pics starting at the 42 minute mark with karen's realness on the issues of rape and rape culture for best argument she might not have been yelling at anyone in particular but god damn it got real <laughs> it did i like, like I was listening because I had to be here to listen, and I start feeling like, did I rape somebody that I don't? <laughs> did, should I apologize? Because I didn't. It's the, I've never put a hand on anybody. No, you have, I'm so sorry. It's the way I emote y'all. I'm sorry when I get when I get passionate about it, and sometimes just as a woman, you just get sick and tired of bullshit and just constantly. And I'll talk about looking at social media, looking at Facebook, and all this stuff. You just feel like you're constantly being berated or berated by dummies and idiots and fools. And so, if you get a point to be like, "Hey, motherfucker, I want you to hear what I have to say," and it's just one of those things where you just want to get your voice out there because yeah. you really do as a woman get sick and tired of dumb people yeah i was just sitting there like i am also against rape and i just would like to go on the record um so please <laughs> i have to live here right and what one thing i can say that i i love about Roderick that i have to remember that other people aren't used to when i get like that i'm not I, I emote, but a lot of times after I'm finished, I'm fine. And Roger just be like, oh, okay. And everybody else be looking like, what the fuck is wrong with her? He'd be like, nothing. Because you be like, you all right? And I'll smile at you. And they'd be like, oh, okay, I guess she all right. Mm-mm. That's that's just me and my personality. When I'm passionate, you know. Well, that's the thing, too, man. Um, you know, uh, I don't really, uh, I remember when Karen was, was like, you know, should I even do the show? You know, would it be a good fit? Maybe you want somebody else. Doesn't that sound crazy as hell to y'all right now? <laughs> Dr. Underscore Dostax left a comment on Justin's episode seven of another light skin moment. See, this is the problem with light skin people. <laughs> <laughs> Habitually interrupting Rod to care everywhere else, but he gets all in his feelings when Rod interrupts him. I guess light skin egos bruise as easily as they skins. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, shade. <laughs> <laughs> honesty um <laughs> I, didn't, also, I didn't say that one y'all we also have um episode uh some comments on the actual episodes starting with episode 839 fuck you um where we had that epic uh fuck you rant mm-hmm. uh, that a listener wrote in with um so the poll for the show was should non-black people be instructed to play the background during ferguson protests so we'll get to that but let's talk about the comments. Uh, Freezer says, I managed not to get my blood pressure up as you guys were discussing Eric Garner and Ferguson until you name drop OJ Simpson. You can imagine how many screens I've had to muffle every time I come across some jackass posting. You didn't see white people riding over OJ, right? At least until I started replying and said jackass. So you're admitting Darren Wilson got away with murder? 
why else would you bring up oj right feel free to steal that one all right everybody go go to your white friends facebook page and let them know uh (laughs) but uh yeah that is odd why would you make the comparison of a guy we all know got away with murder to darren wilson who you're saying justifiably killed that dude right? right or unless you're trying to say which a lot of people might believe that it's justifiable for OJ to kill that woman for cheating on him with that white man. So I don't Correct. know. Uh, Prince LeBron says, everything that is going on makes it so that I won't converse with anyone whose passionate passion isn't at least at level five. This is not a joke nor a game to me, so I will not converse with people that are just out for a debate. Correct. Yeah, man. That's what happened with that my Facebook friend that I ended up that. losing because I was just like, I'm, I'm not having fun talking to you about this. I'm oh. actually... It's upsetting to me to even have to talk about mm-hmm. these black men, uh, cause we were talking about Eric Gardner and, um, uh, Mike, Mike, no, and Michael Brown at the time. Right. You want to take fucking points. I was like, yeah, I was like, these dudes dying, not funny to me. Nope. You know, um, you know, it, so it's just like, I, I don't see why you would wake up first thing in the morning like, ha ha, I found another point on my side. And it's like, first of all, I already addressed this. Second of all, I don't, you're not, I'm not going to let you agitate me today. Right, this is not a fucking basketball game, dog. It reminds me about what Rod said about C- the CNN anchors who bring up two people to argue and they just sit in the middle and smile. Fuck that. Right. Yeah, that's how they make their money, man. Just sitting there smiling. Like it's, they bring on rational person of an abrupt, of a, a, a grieved group. Pick the group. Oh, here's a gay dude. Here's a woman. Here's a minority person. Here's, here's a, a transgender. Yeah, here's, here's a, a Muslim. Right. And then they go, and here is an asshole like every fucking time and say ready set go right uh uh so first of all i'll just present this question out to everybody Mm -hmm. um bill nye you're a scientist that went to school for this shit and uh completely uh, studied it and uh we're just gonna bring on this backwoods yokel with the overalls and no shirt on underneath who uh says uh god made everything and jesus is the way go ahead guys let's argue about the ozone layer now you know what i mean it's like well you know yeah you got to look at the hydrocarbons i'll put it blah 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 and then it's like okay and you sir well first of all i didn't vote for no obama and it's like how do we get here and second second of all if if the ozone is so low then how come turbo and ozone was breakdancing so good and breaking in 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 the, in the boogaloo and breaking two electric boogaloo. Yeah. I don't understand what's going. On. It's like God damn. And then why the reason person starts talking, and the crazy person keeps talking and shit, cutting them off. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just the niggas and, and sit there. The, and then at the end of that, we'll be back next week with two more fools. Right. Well, no, one fool. Oh, one fool. That's I'm the sorry. problem. Because then they go away to break and they make it seem like y'all equal and shit. Like, all right, guys. Well, you gotta hit both sides. That was Bill Nye and Cletus from uh, Kentucky. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Like, why am I watching this bullshit? Correct. Also, no conversations about looting until it happens. Lastly, the only thing that I have been focusing on is putting these heavily anti-Obama niggas in their place. I've been pointing out that people that the people they support have either been silent or just talked about the looters. I especially have been stomping around on those who are supporting Ben Carson. Yeah. Oh, like I said, you might not be happy with what Obama said, but let's be honest. Your ass wouldn't be happy with anybody because right. there's he's probably been the most vocal uh, in the, of anybody in the elected office 
um, with the ability to do something about this shit. Ain't that the truth? He's probably taking the most actions of anybody with somebody with the ability to do something about this shit. I think I'm just a little more pragmatic in believing that this country is not going to allow anybody to solve systematic racism. Uh -uh. It's too much money. Too many people make too much money off of it. Yeah. Not one, no one person could do it, but Uh -uh. it definitely won't be like they think Obama's a dictator for just saying shit like Trayvon Martin could, if I had a son, he would look like him. So that's the level of psychopaths you're dealing with on the one side and then you want him to be blackity black mcblackson and that shit ain't about to happen <laughs> like to me i'm just like wow he passed four initiatives right i, I didn't mm. think you that would be able to do that in america right but I, mm, he, he passed his quote unquote uh, obamacare which is actually not the real name and all of a sudden insurance companies are like hey y'all know what this shit we not raising your rates well i'm just talking specifically about the racial stuff i'm not right. even talking about obamacare the, the I'm just talking, stuff. Okay. i mean there's other myriad of comp, comp uh a myriad of things he's accomplished right that benefits every a lot of people yeah. outside of just but black I, people but i'm just talking about racially he's done so much shit and spoken so much about it and so well mm-hmm. to me it's just so ridiculous to hear people like go in on him because it's like you know as soon as this nigga leaves office it's a wrap and it's back to normal. It's back to, to normal. It is back to no black issues not even being brought up at debates. There won't be any commentary. There won't be any of this shit. Yeah, you know, and even when it comes to immigration, it's not going to be, hey, how can we make them citizenships? It's going to be, fuck them, send them back where they came from. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're about to watch fucking, it's going to be so funny in the next calendar year. We're going to watch Tavis Smiley and Cornell West support Hillary Clinton, who didn't say shit about Ferguson. Not a motherfucking thing. Who didn't say thing. shit about Eric Gardner. Who didn't, you know, we're going to watch this. And we're going to have to pretend like that, like they're, they, like they weren't ridiculously fucked up towards Obama for the same, for who spoke out and did more. We're going to have to pretend that that didn't happen because we got to all vote for this shit. Uh, Freezer, I mean, the poll was, should non-black people be instructed to play the background during Ferguson protests? Yes, it's not about you. No, their voices need to be heard, too. Uh, 66% of people said no, their voices need to be heard, too. And 34% said yes, play the background. It's not about you. Uh, Freezer said, while well, I understand the underlying sentiment, keeping non-blacks out of die-ins is such a short-sighted encounter, such, such, such and such is short-sighted and counterproductive. The few non-black faces that there are the fewer non-black faces there are, the easier it's going to be for people to say, as Rod frequently says, it's a black problem instead of an American problem. Not to mention, you're giving the Glenn Becks and the GOP black chicks of the world proof of how this is a bunch of race-baiting rabble-rousers rebelling without a cause. Yeah, I do kind of agree with that sentiment to a certain extent, but they're not saying not black white people can't come. They're saying they shouldn't be the ones getting interviewed. They shouldn't be trying to take certain, like center stage and make the biggest like splash or like you know like i think leslie said there was a guy who like hung himself by a noose when it was time for a photo op and it was like a white dude in front of these black people it's like yeah okay maybe not you you know and i guess for me personally i just as a person that operates more on friends than this whole ally shit i haven't had to deal with people that quote unquote want to help but are completely clueless right i i would never even associate with a person like that so right so for me i just was out of my periphery but i if i was organizing like a thousand people yeah there's gonna definitely be some people that just don't fucking get it and i probably will have to pass some type of rule or have a talk and be like listen 
I know you want to help, but please. Yeah, just follow instructions, right. you know, and just kind of make it to where because you, you want to include everybody and you want the help. But some people, no matter what you do, when you get a huge congregation of people together, you're going to have some people who always think that they know better than the people that's organizing the events. And you're also going to have people that's going to come with their own separate agendas that's separate from what you're trying to accomplish, which starts problems, which starts confusion. And it also um, loses the point of what you're trying to say because instead of focusing on uh, what you need to be focusing on, you, the, the the direction is diverted to something completely different. When you're like, shit, y'all come over here with this bullshit, and now the story is not what we just sit in. The story is about you over here doing some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Professor LCH, hey, boo, she comes through and she says, I know. Non-blacks, get thee on the front lines and take some of these police stares, snatching grass, threats, and abuses. As the protest footage shows, you still won't get the worst of what the police have to offer, and your presence might compel more moderation in law enforcement excesses. More donations, your people are still the majority and the wealthiest. Bring some of your hashtag privileged dollars to these social justice settings. Lawyering and bail aren't free. And a more unified American face to the media space. Stop playing. Right. That, that I agree with too. And yeah. it's also one of those things when, um, for some reason, people don't believe that people can get abused until white people get abused. Like yeah. with the Occupy Raw Street, they was like, oh, police is beating people. Nick's going, yeah, they've been beating people. You didn't realize it until they wanted your ass to get off their front yard lawn and they was then they started beating your ass up. You're like, Oh shit, they violent. Yes, they've always been violent. But it's just one of those things where like everything else in uh America <clears throat> people don't give a fuck about shit until it affects white people. You can have shit affecting communities for years and decades and centuries, but nobody gives a fuck about a lot of shit until they be like, Oh shit, my kid then everybody begins to care. Yeah. I yeah. Like it's it's a complicated issue. You know, yes, it is. I would want as many people of different backgrounds to help and provide their perspective as Me possible. Me too. But at the same time, you know, if there were people being out of pocket, I don't know how you deal. I guess deal with it on an individual basis or some shit. I don't know. Because I've also dealt with those quote unquote ally people online and they can be fucking idiots. So, yep. And like I said, you know, and I, and I don't, I don't really envy the person in charge having to deal with this shit. Me either, because also it's about educating people and things like that too. Because like, like Professor LCH said, you want everybody there from all creeds and cultures because that's how stuff has changed when you, when people see that it's just not a black issue, it's an American issue. And that's the point you're trying to make with as many people as you can. But like I said, a lot of times they get lost when you have people with their own agendas. And this, that does happen. And that's kind of the issue and the struggle of people that are organizing these events that you have to deal with all kinds of crazy people. Uh, we had episode 840, Dollar Tree Christmas, uh, where we talked with Clove and Shirley from the com podcast. Uh, we got a bunch of comments. Anime Sparkster says, I was just thinking the other day about how Clove and Shirley are overdue for an appearance on the show. And just like the magical wish granting fairies y'all are, you deliver it without fail. It's always a treat and a half when all four of y'all are in the same place. I'm all for the dynamic duo from the Great White North about to hop over on Chonilla.com because I need more. Side note, when Karen called Karuchi Tran Kakarai, I damn near died in my seat. I've been calling her Karuchi Chan like she's an anime character or something. She does. Her name does sound like an anime character. Callie, 
uh life at clover source it's always a good time to hang out with some good friends Rod and Karen always make us feel welcome welcome and the convos always feel like they could go on twice as long merry dollar tree every one of us love you guys love you too clove yes sweetie Mira Nirvana says, I love the R&B nice guy slash robber sing-off. I don't know if this is the way to nominate this part, but it was around, and then she got the minute mark. All right, I'll put it in the, um, I'll put it in the, uh, tippy thread when I, if I can remember later. Okay. Uh, AJ the engineer said, it got to the point, and, uh, we were talking about a light-skinned dude that robbed this girl. It was pretty, pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, he looked just like a 90s R&B singer. Yes, he did. AJ the engineer said, it's got to the point during fucking with black people that I just started laughing because that's all you can do sometimes. Well, yeah, that's the segment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why we created it. So we can laugh at shit. Cause if not, that you is... be wanting to burn shit down. You be like, I want to say every motherfucking thing on here and everybody on fire. Like you would literally come in and just punch babies, kick over chairs. Like you would come in and just fuck shit up. So that's why we created it. So AJ, we can laugh at shit. AJ finally figured it out. That's, that's what the whole purpose of it. Cause if I take it serious, then I'm just going to run out in the streets and get shot. Right. But- <laughs> right. And be another story. The fact that the DA said integrity of public service and convicted the guy for shooting an elk. And did you hear how in awe of the elk they were calling it majestic and shit like an elk won't stab you with the horns with the quickness? A fucking elk. Of course, I did the unthinkable and read the comment section of the article. Most folks don't think this case relates anything to the Mike Brown and Eric Garner protests are about a, a fucking elk. Y'all have a great weekend. Clover Shirley with great guests. Miss Christopher writes in. Hey, clearly. And the tomorrow babies, peace and maple syrup to you. Oh, yes, Lord. yes, I'm so going to just buy my son's clothes on the day after Christmas, but then that would ruin Boxing Day for him. But we're Americans, so it doesn't really matter. Rye, you ain't never lied when you talked about splurging dollar dollar air style at the dollar store for everything. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking this. I want to have a blue Christmas, and since I'm dollar store fancy, was going to splurge on blue ornaments and other Christmas accessories. Yeah, hey, um, so many people hit me up on Twitter and Facebook today, like, tag, right, like, hey, just went from the Dollar Tree, you right. Told you. Mm-hmm. Everybody. If you was, ain't tried it, y'all, please try it. Right, I thought it was going to be $50. Like, I know. It was only 25 Right, you get up there and it'd be 10 It don't even be 25 Right, you'd be so shocked. It'd be some stupid number, like, it's sixteen seventy-five. You'd be like, sixteen seventy. dollars I had all this money out. Thank you. Uh, close to me is the deal dollar, uh, deal is a deal dollar, deals with a dollar sign, uh, instead of an S. I call them the $5 store. I think they're owned by a Dollar Tree. And then there's an overliable mom, mom and Punjabi pop dollar store. I always end up going to both because mom and pop, uh, one is smaller, but still on point. People mistaken that they're fake freebies for something fancy. I come in there like I need black and gold glitter kite string and they bring me right to them. They are awesomeness. Oh, and there's the Tarjay of bargain stores, the Christmas tree shop. I've never seen that before. Yeah, we don't have that. Mm-mm. Oh, and pray for me, y'all. I'm taking my poor brainwashed nephew and niece to the march at NYC tomorrow after my ne- niece's audition. I'm so perturbed with the whole situation, I can't even get it, go into it. Let's just say I'm all worried about my nephew's welfare. He's wearing Don Lemon colored glasses, shaking my head. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I think I'm done. Hugs and kisses, Miss Christabel. Thank you for writing, Miss Christabel. Yes. Miss Christabel. Miss Christabel. Christopher is kissable. I know. Hugs and kisses. Uh, Kyle says, so is the GTA video game series based on Mark Wahlberg? 
<laughs> not only was dude an actual drug dealer he's also racist as shit the best part of the story are the people who act like Wahlberg spent 20 years in jail when he only spent a couple months in dude really is an impossible white man I also want to ask two questions in regard to the recent Chris Brown drama with the first question being about Kariuchi when folks were cracking jokes about her name a few Asian people on Twitter got really upset and claimed that black people making fun of Kariuchi's name were being hypocrites because some black people don't like when white people make fun of black names what do you guys think of that argument um I agree I do think uh if you're picking on her name because it's Asian uh and you're one of those people that gets mad when people pick on black people's names you're an asshole yes you are me personally I don't have that line. I will laugh at your fucking name. Right. Whether it's DeBrickashaw, Ladarius, or Karushi. Shalakwisha. Right. Now, the problem is with the black name jokes, typically people are attaching a stigma of poverty and negativity to it. Correct. The Karuchi Chan, uh, the Karuchi Chan jokes are more about the fact that people aren't familiar with these names. There's no stereotype of and Asians are stupid or she can't Correct. drive or like there's like, cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, you have a ghetto name, like uh Ladanian. And it's like, well, actually that's, um, y- you're actually now attaching the stigma to the name that is different than just saying, I've never heard this name before. Right. And that's why a lot of people joke and mispronounce it. Cause it's like, I don't even know how to fucking try to, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. I mean, now I'm, now it's just not my fight, which I right. mean, by which I mean, if I saw people making jokes about, uh, Ladarius as, as a name, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even get mad. Mm-mm. You'd have to add more than just, I laughed at a name I never heard. Correct. Uh, because it's a black person, okay. Uh, and he said, oh, because it's a black person, I'm not really offended every time a black person's name gets made fun of. Yeah, mm-hmm. me neither. Still, I'm not an Asian, I'm not Asian either. Yeah, right. Uh, it's just not my fight, man. Right, and I watch a lot of anime. Right. Like, I'll, you know, I'll shout out Ichigo. I don't be laughing at that. Um, cause he got that sword. The second is, why do people still find this guy attractive? And it's a link to Chris Brown. Oh, <laughs> It's just an ugly picture of Chris Brown. Um, I'll try to put it in the chat for you guys to see. But, um, I don't know. Girls like Chris Brown. I mean, I don't, I think especially younger women, you know, he's a sex symbol to them. I, you know, I, correct. Older women might not have it for him in the pants the mm-hmm. same way, but they, you know, the kid. you know, they're more aware of his behavior and all this shit. There's a lot more to it, but you know, um, yeah, I like his stuff from the beginning, but once he started going crazy. I'm not talking about his music. Okay. I'm talking about just if he's attractive or not. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, older, yeah, older women put more into... He was 16 when he came out. No, sir. Yeah, I, so it might just be a demographic thing. That's my guess. But I think young women love that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shit, after he hit Rihanna, there were a bunch of women like, he can hit me in a day, shit. Yes, so, sir. And they was all 15. Uh, Kiki at Lady Brown says, shout out to y'all for the Dollar Tree Christmas hookup. Not only was this one of my favorite podcast episodes in a long time, but y'all helped me save money. I was making a care package for my deployed boyfriend and running out of gift bows. Then Rod started talking about going in on some dollar decorations. Dropped my friend off at work, told her I didn't need her to buy bows anymore. Got some for a dollar and some things I needed but didn't know where to get. That same friend loves Guess the Race segment, by the way. 
but before i ramble too far i just wanted to say thanks for putting me out a quality show and it keep, that keeps my week fun and updates uh me on the news at the same time i found y'all through sarome and him through the read now it looks like the cycle continues because shirley and chloe kept me laughing so my podcast might have to get international now whoop, whoop. yeah we're glad to pass it on move it on down uh, and I'm glad you, uh, shout out to Sarome, shout out to the Reed, man. Yes. Uh, small podcast world. Yes, and y'all know we love Clove and Shirley. The poll was, should Mark Wahlberg have his time, crime taken off his record? Yes, it was a long time ago and he's changed. No, it was a hate crime and he never apologized to the community. 11% of people say yes, he should have it taken off his record. And he was 14, 16, 18, and, uh, fuck it. And 89% of the audience is like, fuck that shit. You racist. Plus, he won't be LAPD, so he's probably going to start at Captain. Uh, <laughs> and beating folks. Yeah, no <laughs> thank you. Prince Laurent says, fuck Mark Wahlberg. No disrespect. This is what happened with the man he attacked, and it was not his first felony offense. Suddenly, Lamb, a Vietn- Suddenly, Lamb, a Vietnamese resident of Dorchester, was approached by Wahlberg, then 16, who was carrying a large wooden stick approximately five feet long and two or three inches in diameter. According to the court documents, Wahlberg yelled at Lamb, calling him a Vietnam fucking shit. They hit him in the head with the stick. Lamb was knocked out cold. He lost sight in the eye that Wahlberg bashed him in. He also attacked another group of black people. Uh, which I, and we've read these accounts mm-hmm. on the show, so I won't rehash it. Uh, but he says, uh, the only reason he is asking for a partner is because he wants to build more Wahlberg, Wahlberg franchise across the country and he wants to be able to obtain a liquor license. He's only seeking his pardon because he wants to be able to make more money. All he should be doing is thanking the state for being so lenient to a known drug dealer with multiple felonies. He only spent 42 days in jail and for what he did, uh, to that man, to that man and now he wants even more from the legal system that man lost an eye because of Wahlberg. i actually believe that mark has changed and maybe and may have learned from his mistakes but the it wine levels on this story is off the charts mm-hmm. cabadonna says yeah it should be expunged but not because Wahlberg, aka white will smith is a former pop rapper successful b-movie actor and tv producer i think it should be clean because quite frankly we are an overly punitive culture for a so-called christian nation we love to punish punish and punish the guilty sometimes the not actually guilty until they drop whether or not they pay restitution by the time or treasure I spent the better part of my early 20s involved in lots of activism. One issue I still care, care deeply about is the reinstitution, reinstituting voting rights for ex-felons and overall prison reform. I agree. I just believe that once you do your time and pay your debt to society, that's it. Your debt is clear and you should be allowed to move on. Right. But that's not the case in America. Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. in his mid-40s ain't the hard knock Marky Mark at 16. This is a... uh this is a bill cosby or woody allen issue where he used oh i guess he said this isn't a bill cosby or woody allen issue where he uses money to cover up and escape his crimes he served time almost 30 years ago this is no different than cats getting angry because mike tyson now has one a one-man show and a weird-ass show on adult swim whatever happened to that show it was like five episodes and that was it Oh, that was it? I haven't seen it anymore. Oh, I hope they redo that. That's my show. I like that show. According to some people, Tyson would, should be, uh, spend, should spend the rest of his life in jail or at least with a brand of rapist on his chest 
or people complaining about Mike Vick playing football again after he went to jail for two years, paid fines, and is forever banned from looking at looking a dog. I guess owning a dog. As one of my mentors in politics once said, we actually don't believe in rehabilitation in America. We only believe in punishment. Right, right, right. I agree. I completely agree. And I do agree with the fact that I once you serve your time, I think you should get your right to vote back. And you think, so you think Mark Warburg should have it expunged his record, from his record? The, it's it one to it, but yeah. Um, and I, the biggest reason why is because I'll, but I, but I also think that it's a, uh, a double standard because I think that when it comes to black people, we don't get this same privilege to be able to come back and, 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 and say this. I, and a lot of it is just justice system and the way it's designed and shit like that. Yeah. You know what, is, what, what I would say though is, um, people, people aren't asking for him to be more punished. He, they're saying it shouldn't be wiped off his record because he did do that shit. Yes, he did. So I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that because, like, oh, okay, okay. Because to me, this isn't more punishment. More punishment would be no, he doesn't get to have a job, or no, like okay. with Mike Vick, they're saying he shouldn't be able to have a job, no, I don't agree or with that. he shouldn't be able to vote. I think with this, people are just saying no, it stays on your record. Okay. Like, you just don't get to, like, erase that shit. That, now, that's true, because, yeah, I'm not saying erase it. Like, you were tried as an adult because what you did was heinous. Correct. Not because, you know, the system was rigged against you. Like, okay. no, you okay. did something that rose to a hate crime at 16. Um, it doesn't, I mean, his life has been successful. Correct. Okay, my thing. So I misunderstood. Okay, in that aspect, yes, I, I do agree. Yeah, but, I feel like but, he's but, but, framing it that way. Okay. Capadonna's framing it that way, but that's not what happened. Okay. You know what I mean? Like with Mike Vick, it's we don't want you to be able to work. That's not, not what's that happening I with Mark disagree. and Mark. Um, me, myself, in life, long sigh. <sighs> Marky Mark has been my boo since the Calvin Klein days, but fuck him. Only a white kid can get away with committing hate crimes left and right and only spend 45 days in jail and go on to have a successful career. I agree with Capadonna that people should move on once they pay their debt to society, but Me I also too. think he should have at least apologized to the people he tormented. Now that's true. This all just bothers me because the same people I saw on my social media pages saying Mike Brown deserved getting shot for possibly stealing a pack of cigarillos are defending Wahlberg's actions. Plus he's always said that he didn't had that what he did had nothing to do with race, but come on. Was he chasing white kids down, chanting kill whitey, or calling them slant-eyed crackers? It's so frustrating to see people chalk all his behavior up to being just a troubled youth. But black children are never given the same amount of leniency. Mm-mm. Who knows that what things Mike Brown could have accomplished in his lifetime if he had been given enough, even a quarter of the leeway Wahlberg had. Finish his rant and adds Marky Mark's name to list the problematic faves. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, like I said, man, I don't see this as people going oh no i don't want him to be able to make movies which is something i would be against but just being like correct. nah that shit should probably stay on your record that was horrible and you should always have to deal with that correct i i don't ha- i don't have a problem with it if that like if that's what's keeping him from getting a liquor license and that's all this shit is about then i guess you know, uh, put the company in somebody else's name. Get married. I don't know. But, right. But find a way around that. Like, you but... should not have done that shit. Like, that's a consequence you just got to deal with. Right. Um, just the same way that um, if part of the condition of Mike Vick's, uh, you know, probation period was, hey, man, he can't own a dog for seven years. 
I'm okay with that. Like mm-hmm. I get it. I get why why people, you know, if it's a legal thing that he agreed to. Uh Prince Laurent says we already know what would happen if Mike Vick if he ever asked for a pardon. Yeah. Well, you know, it would be like if Mike Vick said I want this off of my record. I I would I would also think that's preposterous. Honestly. Correct. I'm like, no, that's we all know you did that shit. Like, mm-hmm. what, like you just got to deal with it, man. You know, I I, and I still would like for people to have a record and just get voted. I don't want to pretend the record doesn't exist. Yeah, but I still. Since a record limits your opportunities in life, that's the problem is that it limits your opportunities in life. But there's always going to be consequences for shit that you do. Correct. You know? Um, so I don't feel that this is a, uh, America overpunishing Mark Wahlberg. Mm-mm. Uh, we had one comment on episode 841, uh, Chief Petty, uh, Chief Petty issue. Oh, I totally named this wrong. That's supposed to be Chief Petty Officer. That's what I. That's what I thought it was. Oh, uh, I fucked up. I don't know. Did I name it that on the web? On the uh, <laughs> on the feed too? Oh uh, my god. <laughs> we have to go back and correct that. Uh, I gotta go change it. Oh god, I'm an idiot. <laughs> How did no one correct this? Nobody was like, oh, because I didn't pay no attention. I assumed it was Officer. Yeah. Cause that's what we had decided. Uh, hopefully I just did this on the website and maybe not the feed. Let me see. Cause I don't want to just copy and paste so I won't fuck up. Oh, it's a chat. It's officer on the feed. It's just on the website. It said issue. So I'm going to change this real quick. Sorry. Man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> How did I even, I must have been looking well, at something Well, it is a chief petty issue. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, all right, we had uh, one comment. Kyle said, if Drake were a fighting game character, his special ability would be him throwing champagne bottles, and his finishing move would be him drowning his opponent with tears. Oh. Mm-hmm. Kyle don't like Drake. Uh, the poll was, did you watch Eating Alive? I watched the whole thing. 2% of our audience were dumb enough to watch all that two hours of bullshit. 7% watched some of it, which I got to admit, I was in that 7%. I saw five minutes. And 91% didn't watch any of it. You smart ass sons of bitches. Right. Good job. Prince Laurent says, warning, I'm about to nerd out for a second. Pythons and Akhanan and other large snakes are very selective of when they feed. This is because their body has to go through drastic physiological changes in preparation for digestion, such a hard meal. Those changes include its liver tripling in size and metabolic enzyme expression increases several fold. So the chance that they would uh, catch an anaconda that just so happens to be ready for a meal is really low. And like Rod stated, anacondas have no interest in eating anything alive. The chances are that the anaconda would just kill him and left him in brushes or something else. Are we going to argue about Spider-Man and Superman now? First of all, Spider-Man is way stronger than, than than Superman if you have an orange or a red sun. KJ Dollar says, I didn't watch, but I was rooting for the Anaconda. Don't we all? <laughs> I really would watch a Discovery Channel, like a, a whole channel of just animals that won. I would, I would actually watch that. I would pay extra a month to be able to just turn on Discovery Channel and when the animals win. Like, I would just watch the fuck out of that. Uh, we had episode 842, Mary J. Blige. 
uh as a member a chef boy bro as a member of a historically black sorority i was pretty outraged when i first heard about the alpha 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 sorority and later delta sigma theta sorority advising their members not to wear letters while participating in the demonstrations that are going on around the country after all one of our goals in aka is strengthening the black family However, after reading up about this issue, I realized that because of their nonprofit status, many organizations cannot express any political leanings. Back in 2008, I received an email from my sorority asking members to refrain from wearing letters while campaigning and requested that vendors not include orgs, letters, or any material with any candidate's names, for example, AKAs for Obama, displaying any political bias can uh can cause orgs to lose their nonprofit status letters like the one you read on the show are totally normal i imagine that's it that it's only being found out by non-members now because of social media here's the thing i don't think protesting about eric garner is a political i don't think that's a political leaning one way or the other there's no candidate that's involved Mm -mm. there's no uh like this isn't like oh (laughs) this is now the republican rally like so i don't know that it's covered in that way um i mean they might be afraid that it'll look that way correct but i don't think they have any grounds to really say like because this is seen as political leaning one way or the other black greek orgs have been at the forefront of the fight for civil rights for decades and the hashtag black lives matter issue is no different martin luther king jr ralph abernathy rosa parks and jesse jackson were greek but i think in today's litigious and vigilant society um they are really following standard operating procedures while i agree that everything about my org and others isn't perfect i understand why this letter went out i know what it looks like from the outside but i don't think shame or trying to shut members up was the goal here after all the letter does uh say that members can wear their colors and when was the last time you saw a non-greek man wearing gold boots camouflage pants and a dog collar and a purple shirt or no shirt I mean, that is the outfit of the uh, Omegas, no shirt. Yes. Orgs know that their mostly good um, uh, reputations precede them and are just looking for ways to self-preserve. Those in the know will suspect that a woman at a die-in decked in out in crimson and cream is a member of DST, but in uh, case an auditor finds the pic somewhere, the org can fall back on the fact that it can't be proven 100% true. So, too long didn't read. This is standard procedure. I know this is long, but I hope it wasn't too rambly. Great show as always. It wasn't too rambly. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate, you know, the other perspective from somebody inside organizations. Correct. You know, we neither one of us are. And mm-hmm. I didn't even think about the whole idea of being a non-profit. Me either. You know, to be honest. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting, man, to see uh what happens with that because i just i didn't think i didn't think it was a political rally really me either the poll was would you rather artists have happy lives or make good music and it was a divisive poll 44 percent said i root for them to have happy lives even if that means the music sucks good for you because y'all are better people than me <laughs> i'm in the 56 percent. the 56 percent says i just want good music so that misery doesn't bother me Mm-mm. dk river says sadly pain equal art Prince Laurent says, if your music isn't good, I don't care if you're miserable or not. You don't exist to me until unless your music is slamming. Professor LCA says, I thought I was feeling something listening to Mary's new music on repeat today. Then I came across this episode and you playing snippets of the old stuff. Now I has a sad. <laughs> Thanks, TBGWT, Slayer of Dreams, Reminder of Life. 
hmm that's a dim thrones nickname if i ever heard one i know sound like something that khaleesi get introduced to right slayer of dreams reminder of life mother of dragons daenerys targaryen right uh miss christopher says so i'm the only good person on this post then be hashtag be happy mary anime sparta says once you admit to being evil there's nothing anyone can really say to you but i'm glad mary's doing better better the most pain-driven artist in my rotation is phyllis hyman and i'd hate for mary day to go out like her so i'll take happy mary any day kj dollar says while i like old mary's music i'm glad she's doing better in a better place music isn't as good but i root for people doing well yeah well that's get them be like karen talking about i'm a fan ain't listening since 2007 <laughs> i'll see y'all uh and then uh episode 843 unsolicited baby pics we had one comment oh um, no two comments uh latoya writes in hi rod and karen my name is latoya and i'm a huge fan of your show i've been listening for a couple of months now and i have been meaning to leave a comment for a while now but i just haven't had the opportunity until now i love listening to the two of you and your guests of course you pick engaging topics and keep me from slapping the taste out of these crackers mouths mm. this guy <laughs> This turned into a Black Dynamite episode. Uh, these Pecker Woods. So dynamite. <laughs> when I uh, get upset about how ridiculous they can be. I wanted to comment on the blog that had judged women involved with Bill Cosby. I'm a victim of rape. And while I don't ever talk about it now, I did speak to, up to the police. I was in the military at the time. And, I was the, and it was the most humiliating thing I ever went through. Unless you have been raped and then raped again by the prosecuting process, you really should just shut the fuck up about what a woman should do when she is sexually assaulted. Right. The guy who raped me just got a letter of reprimand. I had to talk to countless people who judged me, including my boss and my commander. I was the one who was transferred, not my rapist, to another base. And my record followed me. Every time that I got a new boss or went to another base, I got questioned and side-eyed. I had to do the rape kit and turn in my panties. I had to explain why I was in the situation I was in, not uh, not him. After a couple years of that bullshit, I decided to never speak again on it. All these people who feel that they have something to say about another person's assault just shouldn't. They don't know what they are talking about and have no idea what the person is going through. Thank God I'm a strong person or I probably would have killed myself dealing with all that. I don't mean to be a downer, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. Thank you for speaking out on the issue, especially you, Karen. I heard the passion in your voice. Take care. I'll be listening. Thank you, sweetie. A lot of people responded to Karen uh, and and her passionate uh, rant on that. Uh, I just want to add, too, man. It's so funny, though. I had this thought the other day. Everybody's like, to come out and tell us you got raped and tell us right away. And those same people are the same people that go, I don't believe any of the women that came out and said they got raped by Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's highly ironic. That's highly ironic. Did you read the other? Oh, oh shit. I, I, I thought it was two. Yeah, you, you are absolutely okay. right, Karen. That is correct. Uh, let me just get that one back up. Leslie wrote in, uh, Leslie Mack. Uh, she says, Hey y'all, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to real quick lift up, uh, and that I am aware of Karen's testimony and the state of, on the state of rape culture and the infuriating patriarchy at the, uh, heart, the way women of the, at the heart of the way women are treated in our society, especially when it comes to being victims of sexual assault. If one in five men had anything bad happen to them, a real and lasting solution to the problem, uh, would happen lickety split. Right. Exactly. Shit, that's that. One in five is the same for men over 40 that regard 
with regard to erectile dysfunction and there's an entire industry that popped up to treat to treat that correct yeah no pun popped up as i listened to karen lay out her incredible blisteringly focused indictment of the entire culture and its treatment of sexual assault victims i found myself sitting up taller in my chair than standing up then shouting yes karen and preach girl preach at the top of my lungs the entire rest of the week i've just been referring people to this episode whenever someone needs a quick civics lesson on rape culture and to know what i think on the issue because no one could have said it better than karen did right here on tbgwt thank you karen oh thank you sweetie tell you man people people loved it uh now the poll was sending unsolicited baby pics <laughs> and this is quite divisive that was close poll people were very split mm-hmm. great idea terrible idea thought it was a great idea i proposed it 48 percent of people agree with me 52 percent of people think it's a terrible idea professor lch says well better than unsolicited is is there such thing as solicited sonogram pics <laughs> yeah now that's the worst i still recall opening email attachments two years ago and absolutely not expecting to see alien spawn sonograms of an in utero quote-unquote baby that looked like both a fresh eaten cretin and cracked out and a cracked out skeleton I am not queasy, but can I tell you how utterly off those I am forevermore? And be clear, you can be very, you can be my very own spawn, and I love you for more than life itself. Never send me your sonogram pics, fam. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, why don't you? I don't know why anybody would think that was cool. All right, let's see if we can play some of these voicemails, because we got quite a lot. Um, here's the first one. Yo, what up? This is Lennon, man. Just calling in for the first time in a minute, man. First of all, I want to say what's up to everybody. What's up, Ryan and Karen? How y'all doing? Um, couple quick things, man. Um, first we'll get to less important of the two. Um, somebody left an email with y'all last week asking you some questions about, um, how you all got started with the podcast and the whole nine. And when I was listening to that on the feedback episode, I was like, damn, this person needs to listen to that TBGWT 101 episode of the Looking Listen podcast. So I forget the person's name, but if you're out there and you hear this, check out the Look and Listen podcast, the Black Guy Who Tips 101 episode. It was recorded on January 17th, so you got to go back a little bit to find it. Um, but I ain't got really that many shows, you know what I mean, like 20-something shows, so you ain't got to dig too deep, you know what I'm saying? But, um... That episode was done back in January, and it might answer some more questions that you have. And you can find the show on, you know, all the places that you can find, the black guy who tips and all that. So just want to give a little plug for that, and maybe that'll help that person learn a little bit more about what y'all are doing. But now on to the more important shit. Um, I'm listening to Wednesday's show right now, and we're talking about the Cosby Show stuff or whatever. And I just had to pause, man, and applaud Karen and Rod, too. But Karen really is definitely going in right now about, the bullshit with this rape culture and people blaming the victims and all that kind of stuff. People, we got to stop blaming these victims, man. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. We got to stop blaming these victims for this shit. The reason, the reason why they don't come forward is because of the way that they get treated when this shit happens to them. You know what I'm saying? Also, Bill Cosby is not your father and he is not Heathcliff Huxtable. So you can appreciate what he did on the show and in his career, and also acknowledge the fact that this man is a serial rapist. Mm -hmm. um, I see that I'm getting close to the end of my time, so I won't even go much deeper into my thoughts about all of that. But I just wanted to give everybody a shout um, for, for keeping that conversation going and keeping it all the way honest. 
And, Karen, I definitely want to give you props for the way that you've been breaking it down on this. I'm going to get back to this episode and uh, end this joint right now so that I don't go over my time. All right, Joe, peace. 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 Thank you, Leonard. Yep. And uh, I talked to some dudes at the gym today that were trying to, like, argue with me about if he was a rapist. They was like, I should listen to your podcast. I know you've been covering it. I was like, yeah, he a rapist. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, he's a fucking rapist. It's like, wait, wait. I mean, it could, you know, they trying to get the black man. I say, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he raped them women, so mm-hmm. you know, he a, he a rapist. So mm-hmm. you know, I ain't, I ain't, I just no other side to me. Yeah. Well, well, we talking and discussing. Mm-hmm. He, he a rapist. Yeah, he did. So I believe he raped all those women. Yeah. yeah I don't really have a lot to say to you about Mm-mm. it, other than he a rapist. No, I can. I was like, when have 20 women ever accuse anybody of anything? He was like, well, Correct. He, you don't got 300 million. I said, it's a lot of men that got money. Why are they not all being accused of multiple rape by many different women over decades? Ain't Shut that up. true because it's consensual sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, next voicemail. Hi, it's Sheika from Miami. Um, when I say that I have been going through the entire catalog, I discovered you all uh, less than a month ago. And I can't even really watch TV, but I am so glad that I have discovered you. And Karen, I love your voice. You, you. country. My family is country from Fayetteville, and I love it. And Rod, I think that you are one of the most intelligent people that I have yet to meet. And you too, Karen. Um, I'm trying to get my husband to listen to podcasts, but once he gets off work, he just wants to watch TV and screw and go to sleep. And um, sometimes he wants to do all three of those at the same time. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just want to say that I love you all. And my question for you is, and maybe you've already, you know, answered this question before. Um, like I said, I'm still going through your catalog. Um, how long have you two been together? Because your chemistry is just, remarkable and even when you two don't necessarily agree on something you feel um it's just a lot of love and i can feel it and that is a ministry in itself so that's all i love you all and keep it up bye oh man thank you so much um well we've been together since um we were 16 so 25 so yeah about 20 years that we've been uh dating uh been married since uh september 2nd 2002 yeah 12 Um, years 13 years i'm running now yeah so uh you know and before we were dating we were friends you know calling on the phone mm-hmm. talking about tom and jerry whatever the fuck that shit was right so, every nonsense yeah so it's, we've been talking a long time so uh hopefully that's what comes across when people listen to the show i'm glad it does you know? and uh because i really do like you and love you mm-hmm. and even when we do disagree um Try to keep it civil, man. I, yeah, because we got to live with each other. I don't know what people right. like that don't. When these mics go off, they know. I know I'm, other podcasts do it differently, but I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm not about that I pissing like, the person off that mm-hmm. I love just for the show. Shit, ain't that the truth? I don't need anybody's fanhood that much. Nope. Uh, all right, next. Hey, what's up, Ron and Karen? Small from Brooklyn. I was calling to leave a couple of comments. First, about the regifting of your own gifts. Um, I'm going to wind up doing that this year for my own son. 
because uh, last year he had tried to take his wrestling man to school one day. He took like 20 of them, threw them in his book bag, but I wound up finding them. And I took them out and I threw them in a book, put them in a bag and threw them in the garbage. But my wife apparently felt bad for him and she took them out the garbage and she'd been saving them. So you know what's going on in the tree this year. Those, those uh, wrestling men put them in a box. Must not be happy for it because in the long run, they want to save me money. I ain't got to buy anymore. Um, second, um, about the, the sororities not wearing their letters to the protest. I guess, I guess I could somewhat understand that being that I guess some people might take it as a political thing and not understanding of a civic, maybe, and like everybody in the sorority might not be on one side. You know, I divided sometimes beyond the black community, mm. especially in the upper classes. So yeah. that's why they might be a reason why I don't you know. I can understand them doing that. I'm not really sure how particularly sororities work. I'm a um, Freemason, which is like a fraternity, and I know we don't mess with politics at all, even though this is civic, so it's a little bit different. But maybe I'm, I'm, just, un, I'm just guessing that's their reason for that. All right, so you have a good show. Enjoy the show this week. All right, take care. Peace. That is a great point. That is a yeah. great fucking point. I didn't even have, think about that. Yeah, people that are like... Because what if it's AKAs on the other side being like i'm rallying with darren wilson i mean it's correct you know you never know never know yeah it looks like y'all against each other not a unified front i mean i get it i get it um and thanks for the call uh mark from brooklyn uh last two voicemails hi rod and karen my name is tina i wrote you last week know how to put on my sorority board so listen this is in regards to your mary david episode Dealing with the story of Alpha got the Alpha. <laughs> so, yeah, I am a member of the sorority, and I, similar to several other members, I'm very salty and pissed off about this whole national mandate um, about basically non-activism, right? So if you think about the point of Greek letter organizations was community service, it was finding womanhood, racial uplift, Okay. Racial uplift, but of course, now we're getting to this whole respectability politics. So, yeah, we can mess with Bill Cosby, you know, hang out with him and support this sign, black man, but we can't support the everyday proletariat, the black folks on the street. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But I want to tell you, they recently sent out this lovely letter that said, hey, you know, due to the outrage we have experienced, we are going to adjust and amend um, what we said before. But it really doesn't matter. You know, we are pissed out in these streets. Actually, me and someone else are thinking about writing some stuff about it because it's ridiculous. And it also makes you question why we um, join these organizations. And it was not just AKA. It was other Sigma Theta. It was a lot of frats. And I was really pissed off about the frats because, again, fraternities, athletes, black men, other than the accident of birth, this too could happen to you. So, again, what are we doing? Like, for real, what are you doing? I never said. I was doing activism, talking about black feminism. But then again, I was, like, militant and my advisor didn't like me because I had nappy hair. Who knows? But um, get your life together, for real, because black folks, it's really going down. Second point, you just had a story about the transgender woman that was buried um, as a man. Again, 
fucking with all people, fucking with LGBTQ black folks. Um, that's one of my specialty areas. It happens pretty commonly. Um, I know that in the 1980s, there were black churches that did not bury black folks because they had AIDS. It's like, no, we can't do it. So you would have gay clubs that would have to raise money to bury people, right? Or have to work in a club. Because the black community, again, respectability, shade, um, we can't get involved with that. So, again, we really need to check ourselves for a record, though, because we are constantly, constantly on other people's shit. I think this message might be long, so I'm going to call you right back and tell you one more thing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> great. Um, first of all, thank you, Tina, for calling, and yes. we appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I, like I said, when I first read it, I too was like, man, this sorority's got to step up. Like, this is the cause. This is right, the, thing the to whole be about. purpose, right? But you know, people have added some other stuff, and maybe you've heard it throughout the show, so I could see the other side of it now that I couldn't see before. Correct. You know? Um, and, uh, of course, uh, last one from Tina again. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Tina again, part two of my voicemail. Two things. Back to the Mary J. Blige uh, podcast. Oh, my gosh. Rod, you are so, like, serious. Like, I so connect with the comment that you want Mary to go through some pain. I've been saying this for quite a while. When Mary was going through it, going through pain, doing little lines here and there, she wasn't working out. She had a little weight on her. She was killing it, killing it. I mean, you do better music. That's what you do. I don't necessarily want to see you smile and happy and cheerful. It's like Prince. Prince, back in the day when he was a heathen, pre-Jehovah Witness, it talks about sex and, you know, we don't have to make love to have an orgasm. You know, he talks about all this baby and making music. And then all of a sudden, when I get old enough to go see Prince, He's, you know, hitting that stuff. He's playing little pieces of stuff, and he's doing family-friendly shows. Who wants to take their child to see Prince? Who? Who? Get your life together. We know what it's about. Prince raised me, okay? Prince is not there to sing family-friendly Macklemore tunes. I want Prince to make me go have sex and get pregnant. That's what I want. That's what I need. All right. Second point. The Soul Train Awards, I know you guys didn't talk about this, but speaking about how black lives matter and all black lives should matter, I was watching Soul Train Awards. You know, they're doing their little shout-outs to the people that died. You know, very sad, very mournful. And they show this nigga, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, uh, maybe he's mulatto. I don't know. (laughs) And I'm cool a little bit or whatever, but I'm like, what? And they show some other people, Robin Williams, I don't know. But you know who they do not show? They do not show Eric Garner. They do not show Mike Brown. Or better yet, what about all black men that were forcefully killed by racial violence of the police? Mm. Ooh, none of that. So, again, you know, it's social awards. It's on centric. And, again, I, I'm not under any false belief that these people are, like, political. But, damn, you're going to show Philip Seymour Hoffman? Because I can tell you one thing. The Emmys, the Golden Globes, all those good mainstream shows, unless you specifically are related to the industry, they're not going to mention you. Mm-mm. And you best be the top of the top in your blackness. You can't right. just be some random person just because. Mm-mm. So, again, black folks, dogs, wake fuck up. Like, 
I'm just, it's just too much for my spirit. And like I wrote you guys last week, um, I teach in higher education classes, and I can tell you now, a lot of my white students are like, what are you talking about? Like, what? What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, what do you mean racism? And what do you mean this exists? So they're clueless. And, yeah. So anyway, love you guys. You helped me make it through the day, the week, the month. I am now on break. Praise Jesus. Won't he do it? So I'm going to catch up on you guys during my uh, holiday break. All right. So be blessed. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Thanks, Tina. I like her. She was good. Yes, sir. All right. Let's see if we can rush through the emails. No phone lines, guys. Like I said, we have to go pick up Karen's car by one. We are cutting it close as shit. So <laughs> let's see if we can make it through these emails. We're almost there. Uh, relocated. Armin Rowe. Hey, Rod and Karen. Not sure if my five star review on iTunes went through. So here I am. Uh, it basically said, I love the show. Been listening about three years. I recently relocated to your great city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Just wanted to pick your brain on areas I should stay away from and what are a couple good eating spots. Thanks and hope to run into you guys one day. Well, don't do it in stalker way. But, uh, first of all, man, that cowfish. Cowfish look, is excellent. A little expensive, but if you like sushi and you like burgers. Oh. They mix it together. Yes, oh, Karen. oh, and also, uh, cowfish is actually expanding. Um, I think there's somewhere outside of North Carolina. I don't know. Let me check to see, but uh, they said cowfish is expanding. Okay. Um, and also, uh, stay away from West Boulevard, baby. Stay away from, um, Tuckasegia Road. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, put it like this. If, because you're new to the city, that's a little different. Uh, but yeah, you get caught on the wrong side of town. You yeah, you might be a little might be a little frightened. Uh, mm-hmm. for considered down south frightened. Um, and uh, what's yeah. that? The uh, breakfast place. Center City is pretty safe. Yeah, Center City. Um, uh, the breakfast place is the toast of Char- Dilworth. The yes, cho- toast of Dilworth and flying biscuit. Uh, flying biscuit is good. Um. Uh, there's a bunch of good places, man. Like we do, we eat some food around here. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> episode eight forty, Josh Wong writes in. Well, how's it going, Rod and Karen? In episode eight hundred and forty, you were all talking about parents getting Christmas gifts and video game systems. My parents played video games when me and my brothers were kids. I still got the Coleco Vision that my dad brought in the nineteen eighties that I grew up playing. We had the Sega Master System and Mega Drive growing up as well. But I think it was Christmas 1992 my dad bought me and my two brothers a Super Nintendo as our presents. So we opened it up and my dad said to us that he'd go set and set it up in the lounge room and let us know when it was set up to play. So we continued opening up presents after a while we realized our dad hadn't called out to us yet. So we opened the door, went to the lounge room, and he was sitting there playing Super Mario World and was a few levels in. No exaggeration, he was in there for an hour or more setting up and playing the game. So we never had that <laughs> issue with our parents telling us to go outside because my dad would play them as well. Catch you later, Wonga. That's dope. Yeah, yeah they, my dad didn't play video games. My dad barely watches TV and shit. So right, yeah. He was always coming up with some reason why the shit he bought us was going to kill us. And I'm like, come on, man. You bought it. Right. Everything, now is everything going to get you a virus. Right. You know, they going to fuck up my TV. I'm going to get a virus on my TV. Like, come on, dad. You're a computer programmer. I know you know. Right. I know you know. <laughs> this logically makes no sense, sir. Sagittarius love TBGWT from Miss Crystal. So we got mail from Good and Terrier. Terrible. Uh, Olivia, aka Raffin Lawyer, and Kid Fury, I think, gave y'all a shout out. I don't know if he did or not. I haven't heard that. If that's true, y'all hit us up. Let us know what episode. 
and most importantly me i turned 32 this past 11 25 we all sagittarius and we all love tbgwt coincidence i think not we all sarcastic witty smart pretty astute march to the beat of our own drum high levels of chill generally have a low level of fucks to give and the older we get the more drastic our levels drop but at the same time we're altruistic in our own little way this had to be your horoscope for the day this has been your horoscope for the day uh for more astrological forecast call me at one eight nine nine none to give uh standard rate supply first three minutes 576 and then 98 cent a minute afterwards <laughs> hugs and kisses miss crystal um i mean uh miss cleo um i mean miss crystal um <laughs> uh ty writes in um episode 842 rod and karen in reference to greek organizations not wanting to be associated with certain causes the national leaders of fraternities and sororities understand that if a member is arrested with their letters no matter what the cause is then it will be looked upon in a negative light most greeks i know are actively participating in the protest and will continue to do so uh due to the bullshit we all have to deal with in america fucking with black people mm-hmm. personally i'm okay with not wearing my letters if i'm attending an event alone if i attend with my chapter then letters should be worn we don't speak on the behalf of the organization but the media doesn't care all they would see is black greek being arrested the letters on the chest don't build character and you're a member of the organization with or without your letters on it's just about being smart with your image at times remember old dude who killed that girl he was arrested in fraternity shirt in nc doesn't matter why we are arrested it's just pert walk that counts no, nah, I think it does matter. He killed a girl. Uh, so <laughs> that's not a good example. You got to give me one like, remember that dude that was arrested for jaywalking and he got vilified? Cause then I'll be like, Oh, okay. And I see what I you're saying. You. But if a nigga kills somebody, he just happened to be a capital. Like that's, yeah, he, that's he, different. Falling in general population. Right. Now, if the organization flat out said we are, we aren't siding with the protesters, then there would be problems. No, I don't speak for Calvin Applesauce Fraternity Incorporated. Just my, myself in this email, lol. Nonetheless, y'all are great. Y'all are crazy with all that singing. Y'all keep killing it. Uh, Ty. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, sweetie. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I can see both sides of it. I don't think, I don't think it's about, if, to me, the, the worst of the issues, like the least, the one I would respect the least would be if they just said, well, if you get arrested in your shirt, I mean, it's going to look bad for us. I, that's the one I actually respect the least because it's like people know a good cause when they see one. Yes, they do. So if you get arrested for some good shit, I don't care if you have a, the, the, the shirt on. Good. Like, I respect you. I have more respect for you than I did before. Mm-hmm. That being said, people brought up some other pretty solid reasons that I could see them being like, come on, man, don't do this um kate wrote dollar stores in japan they have the thousand yen stores which are like our dollar stores uh Mm. i've oh kate in japan i didn't know that i have some friends who taught in japan they love shopping at the thousand yen stores house cat thank you very much kate um and let's see i'm glad all these emails are short oh here goes the long one i'm not i'm not mad i'm just saying we was about to we was almost getting out of here on time Applexus writes hi from Applexus. Uh, oh, like Apple Plexus. I'm sorry. Greetings, Raj and Karen. R-A-J and Karen. Oh, Ray J? Just kidding. I just get a kick out of hearing people fuck your name up. 
<laughs> they really do i'm finally getting around to sending real feedback i apologize for taking so long i get weirded out when someone i don't know don't know gives me a shout out so i have been interacting with you on twitter so that i can finally send this feedback you'd have no and you'd have an idea so when i finally sent this feedback you'd have an idea who i am in fact tbgwt is the reason i even have a twitter account i kept hearing y'all say how horrible facebook is compared to twitter and i didn't believe it up until i tried it I had always been turned off by the idea of Twitter because it seemed very sooky stackhouses. Please forgive me for bringing up True Blood. You're forgiven. It, you know, we all we all have gone through the crisis together. But you know how she hears everyone's thoughts. I thought Twitter would be exactly that. Too much information or at least more than I could process. But it's turned out to be awesome. You follow some awesome people probably. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, um, it is it is the cousin will ever get to be a psychic. So mm-hmm. I, I hear you. The TBGWT family has been most welcoming to me on Twitter, so I wanted to say thank you. I'm a North Carolina native going to school out here in Oregon, so I get homesick regularly, but not when I hear you motherfuckers. It's like being back home on my grandmama's front porch, grandmother's front porch, uh, where most of the neighborhood hung out and the ones who didn't pass through anyways. And for Karen, keep talking how the fuck you talk. Don't let nobody control how you communicate. What I have learned is that people talk about you or don't like something about you is because they are miserable. Mm-hmm. And talking about other people makes them feel better about their own fucked up circumstances. I love your accent because for some of us, it sounds like home. And the reason why you guys make a perfect team is because both of you were the same. Then one, uh, if both of you were the same, then one of you would be unnecessary. Right. Right. Yeah. People have some very childish ideas on what marriage is and what a show should sound like. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's like, come on, man. We're not kids. Um, but when you analyze topics, your approaches are polar opposites and that Karen analyzes the topic on a macro level. She weighs the topic and approaches it from how you would see that topic in its entirety. Rod, on the other hand, uh, analyzes topics on a micro level, getting right up next to whatever details the most important about a topic. I love that. I first discovered this show via Rod's call in the twib, uh, calls in the twib. Yeah, man. I miss calling in the twib. Uh, I never know when they show is on anymore. Right. Like, that, that was my jam. Mm-hmm. I used to leave work and be like, mm, call this twib. Let Elon know what's on my mind. Um, your commentary was so witty that whenever there was a show that you didn't call into, I always felt like something was missing. Uh, yeah. Every, well, I'll try to pick my spots. I didn't like calling in when I couldn't have something funny or poignant to say. Right. And I think some people just, they find out you have a phone line and they just like, I'm calling. It's like, just call when you got something good to say. It's okay not to force it. People will miss you when you're gone if the shit was funny and cool and clever and yes, nice. Yes, they will. But if you just get to the point where people are like, oh, this nigga, then you've done it too much. Yep. Um, one of the things I love most about TBGWT is that you keep me turn, keep turning me on to stuff that I didn't know was out there, but I, that I actually enjoy. When Chris Lambert was on the show, he mentioned The Last of Us video game. So I played it and he was right. Best game ever. I also heard Karen mention the Walking Dead character Clementine. I thought she was crazy because ain't nobody named that child Clementine since the 18th century. That's her name. And I knew there wasn't one on the show, so I looked it up, and it was the video game. So I played it, and man, what a great story. Yeah, yeah, I might have shed a tear to that. Clementine is what made the game so special. Other things you have turned me on to are Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Them boys who sing about Denzel Washington. Oh, Froggy, Froggy Fresh. Yes. I've watched Tyrant. Mm. I've watched Fargo. I've watched The Strain. I've watched How to Get Away with Murder, all because of this show. So to close, I have two questions. 
one there was someone you had on the show to discuss movies with and i think he has a movie podcast as well i remember after you went on it you had to mention that it seemed like it was only so he could the host would have someone to disagree with i think the movies were lucy and guardians of the galaxy are y'all still cool and will he be back on that is andrew yes Yes. andrew is cool yes Yes. we will have him back on i was actually just emailing him about being on for some of our movie reviews because we do uh for our premium shows we actually do spoiled movie reviews where Mm -hmm. we review movies and we've been inviting other podcast hosts to come on and review them with karen and i um so and he's one of the people on the list but uh it's about oscar time so we'll probably have some movie critics on to talk and yeah man i swear to god every time he invites me on that show even without asking my opinion i just end up arguing with that man for an hour dog i i on on some real shit i don't know why i like andrew i don't know why like i really should hate him (laughs) but i for the life of me i still think he's a good person and i do too but uh yeah i i don't know why i like andrew because we just so it seemed like we never agree on shit man uh number two forgive me for not remembering well but one time you had a guest and you were talking about a show and he said he didn't watch it because the first two episodes are horrible then you said that they were but that once you got to the fourth episode it got good as shit you wouldn't happen to remember what show that was would you it's the 100 oh yeah oh my god the first first of all i'm watching second season now so it's is and it's getting even better but the first fucking like two i was like this bullshit why do people even fucking think this might be good and by the fourth one i was like i'm so glad i didn't give up um i think it's episode four it might it's either three or four but Mm -hmm. you'll know what i'm talking about there's a moment at the very end where shit gets so real you're like this is not your granddaddy show you know sorry this took so long i normally not this long-winded i will be going premium at the start of the year shout out to black rob for the encouragement all the best shout out to black rob as well man thank you sweet and i hope you do um go premium and, and listen to some of our movie reviews because you know some of your favorite podcasts are on there mm-hmm. kim writes in and she wrote this on our facebook page but i put it in the emails because she said it was okay i love listening to your podcast while i'm at work i heard about it through keith and the girl and from jess wood shout out to keith and the girl shout, shout out, out to the jess ratchet hatchet. yeah i just heard a recent podcast and karen had a long rant on rape and i just wanted to say thank you you're welcome she couldn't have said and expressed it any better i've been a victim of date rape and didn't come forward i had just been dumped by my boyfriend and it was my first year in college i thought this guy was a friend he was nice and seemed all right i had known him for months it was after a night class and it was cold and raining while i waited for a bus for more than 30 minutes he saw me at the bus stop and asked me if i was waiting long and offered a ride i wish i said no I'm a smart girl and I usually trust my intuition when it comes to people. He was much bigger than me and he was able to pin me down in his car. I remember repeatedly saying no and staring at, at the car window while the rain drops on the, with the raindrops on the glass. I felt so ashamed. I remember it happening two blocks away from my home. Every day of my, only, every day on my way to work, I pass that spot. I try every day not to rethink that moment. Every day I tell myself it wasn't my fault. The worst of it was his manipulation of my mind, making me think it was my fault. And I was asking for it and how I waited, wanted it all alone to the point that I dated him for eight years. Wow. I know, right? That like that, that's a crazy level of mind game. And then to me, I think that's part of the culture too of shaming the victims and it's right. almost like it's almost like you're trying to fix that moment like well if i date him then it's not like 
he took anything from, from me. Right. It's like this is a relationship. But so, you're still a victim. Right. And then of course the power dynamics of the relationship are completely fucked. You'll you'll never be respected. You'll never be equal because that person is already st- like the act that initiated all this shit. They've already manipulated you into thinking it was okay. Mm-hmm. Quote in their mind. You know, right. One year something. Uh, wait, hold on. The, the whole time he was seeing someone else. Yeah, because he never thought of her. I guarantee he never thought of her as an equal. Because of just how that shit started. Even the other girl uh, um, had gotten married. He even tried to... T- oh, even have... Wait, hold on. The whole time he was seeing someone else. Even had the other girl had gotten married. He even tried to talk me into moving in with him. He would propose to me and a week later change his mind repeatedly. One year something clicked and I realized how much I was happy and calm that he wasn't around. So I dumped his ass. For three years, he would call and try to talk me into taking him back. And when I refused, he would call me a bitch and ask why I was being that way. Jesus. <laughs> hey, will you please come back, honey, baby? Please, I'm different. No. Bitch, I fucking, you the worst. Like, <laughs> what? power. Right. <laughs> what? Well, of course I'm not coming back to this. My answer was I finally grew a backbone and some respect for myself and hung up. It's now been 17 years since leaving him, and I've never been happier. I've been married to a wonderful man who has been with me through thick and thin. And she had a uh, life as a daisy dot com is her website. And I have a wonderful four year old daughter. Thank you so much for putting it in words. I've been trying to tell people for years. There you go, Karen. And uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, Kim. We do. And, um, yeah, we got to get out of here, guys, because, you know, got to go pick up this car. We're cutting it close. Mm -hmm. But thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Yes. uh, 9 p.m. Monday. I guess will be Rhett. You guys know Rhett from Brown Skin and Glasses back in the day. Now the uh, Black and East Chick podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, Wednesday, I guess, will be for the first time ever on the regular show, Sterling. For the first time ever. The wound guy who's been on every other version of this show. Right. But they're at, it's crazy oversight. So we're going to rectify that shit Wednesday. All right, man. We'll talk to y'all later. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.